You know it's bloody awesome, David. What is that, Mads? We've got Doozy Drinks on board as our premier sponsor for the month of May. How good. Now, Doozy is an alcoholic seltzer, and they've got their three flavours, Mads, being watermelon, mango, and lime. Not only that, they've also got two vodka sodas, being Twisted Lemon and Wild Raspberry at, wait for it, 6%. How, how's that for value? Sensational value, Mads. And they're very health conscious, too, being no sugar and very low calories, and great for a gluten-free or celiac like yourself. Oh, being a celiac, that's absolutely Absolutely heaven, Deeble. And Doozy, more importantly, is owned by Will Haywood, Ollie Florent, and Isaac Haney of the Sydney Swans. How good. And they're based out of Sydney at the moment, but they're branching into Melbourne and soon to be taking over all of Australia. Let's go. I'm Chad Warner, and you're listening to True Bloods, the number one Sydney Swans independent podcast. Jeez, this is the most one-eyed podcast. (laughs) It's what we're here to do. Let's go. Let's actually go. For mine, boys. For yours, then. I'm about to blow a gasket in here. You've kicked three goals for the day, Table. What is going on? Damaging to Damaging disposal. He's been very, very average. Our best is the best in the competition. This is True Bloods, the number one independent Sydney Swans fan podcast. Back in the Image Online studio in Abbotsford to review the great win against the Carlton Footy Club up at the SCG last Friday. No upcoming game this week and everything else Sydney Swans joined as always <laughs> by the one and only Madison Clark. How are you, Matt? Hello, Debo. I'm well, mate. I'm well. I'm happy good. to be here. It is great to be here it off is. the back of two wins, isn't it? Oh, it's lovely, and we have the absolute pleasure of being joined by one of the, one of the original True Bloods faithful members, Big Phil. How are you, Phil? I'm very well, fellas. Thanks for having me today. Appreciate it, and a good uh, win on the weekend, and we get to dissect it. Now, Phil, were you at the first time, the, the first sort of event that we had? I was. You were. That It was Buddy 1000, correct. wasn't it? Yeah, that's right. I we're, still remember it. I was standing at the bar... And I hear the, is, he, is your name Deebles? And I was like, yeah. It's like, oh, I listen to the pod, mate. It's like I've come down for a beer. And it's like, Ripper, you were, you were the first faithful member that I ever met. So it's bloody good to have you on the pod, mate. And the rest is history. And boys. the rest is history. <laughs> ever just been manifesting ever since. We We've have. Got a massive community now, which is great. It is good, isn't it? It's good. So, um, now, Phil, how'd you back for the Swans in the first place? Brainwashed by the old man. Old South, South Melbourne. South Melbourne boy and went to my first game when I was about six. Fell asleep in the third quarter. Yeah. But other than that, I was hooked <laughs> after that. Hook, hook, line and sink. Now, when you were six, who was running around then? Oh, Jesus. Mickey O. Yeah, beautiful. O'Keefe would have been around there. Goodsy, McVeigh. Bit of Darren Creswell. Oh, yeah. Creswell, remember back him his, as well. Back end of his career. Yeah. How good. So good, Phil. And... Who who would you say is your favourite Swanee of all time? Well, well, when I was young, definitely Mickey O. Mickey I o. loved him. Magic, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, and then it probably became Josh Kennedy um, more, more recently. Yeah. Very reasonable selections, I would have yeah, said. Thought and, there, David. and currently it'd be probably Millsy, I reckon. So good. The Rolls-Royce, yeah, Callum Mills. Jeez, we're missing him at the moment, aren't we? Basically, two games without him. It hurts having him on the sidelines. Do you know it? what, though? What's that? I don't think we really missed him this week. Not this week, no, but I, it was... I, I think we did. It was quite a masterful, and I don't want to say, I don't want to ham it up too much because it's pretty obvious, and I think we've been pretty clear that Haynes should go in the middle. Right? Yeah, well, he really picked up the slack in there. He, and, he? And, and this is why I 
think we we didn't really miss him this week because we had guys just pinch hitting where they needed to. You had Papley, you had Haynes, you had Rowie. People, everyone stepped up, and that's what you want in situations like that. Yeah, for sure. Rowie was back to his best. He's had the, the 12 tackles really cracking in there, the 17 touches, sensational stuff. And have sort of twenty two tackles between both Rowie and Haynes. Bloody bloody epic. What what do you think of Haynes going on the ball field? Oh how good was he than that? Was it on George Hewitt? Yeah, the I hit. Believe, oh my god. Boom! He here comes the boom, ready or not. Jeez, I've been doing some good work on the socials. I've got I've <laughs> had your form. I've had your your star powered Nick Blakey off the half half back line and I've got the boom Isaac Heaney. Big Bumps and contact. It's just good, good, good. GFC, isn't GFC. it? GFC. It's GFC. fantastic. GFC. Now, um, look, I, I honestly think it's funny because we've always been advocates of Heaney to the midfield, right? We've yeah. always been big advocates of that. However, we changed our tune and we said, "Hold on, he's an All Australian. Ford mm-hmm. needs to stay forward." Now I don't know what to think, Table. Yeah, it's it's one of those things. It's horses for courses, isn't it? We probably got, you know, if we didn't have those the injuries of say uh, Marty and Logan, it would definitely be play Heaney in the guts and a hundred percent time in the guts. But with having those injuries, the sort of the question is still going to get thrown up. But I think the impact that Heaney's had on the weekend, going to a former Brownlow medalist. In well, the reigning Brownlow medalist in, in Paddy Cripps and nullifying his influence, they basically broke you know 50 50, you know, with the 19 touches each. But Haynes is pretty impactful on the game, and, but, he, and he just looked explosive from contest, too. He looked so explosive, but to, to hold us accountable, even when they weren't injured, we were still saying play him for yeah, more recently. And, and for I sure. think, I, I think because at the start of last year. They were talking more about him going into the midfield. And then they sort of, for a number of different reasons, basically mostly because of his performance, they said, actually, we're going to keep him forward. But when you when you lose a guy like JPK, Big Phil, that leaves a massive hole. And yes, his shoulders aren't as big as JPK's. No. But I'll tell you what, Big Phil, he's every bit as strong. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. S- similar body size, really. And... Look, well, he's got to go in the middle now. Has well, to. We just have to do it now. I know, I agree with you. Even I was saying keep him forward because every time we're being told midfield, midfield, midfield never happened. I think we all just gave up. Yep. And plus he is a great forward as well. So. Yeah, well, he's never really had the chance to, you know, run on. That's the first full game he's played on, on the ball in forever that I, that I can remember. And he, he gets around at the 185 centimetres, so you're just under six foot two, and he's 87 kegs. So he, 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 if he sort of stays around that weight, he's going to be that still the big-bodied, strong midfielder and be able to get out of contest. There was a there was one that was out on the the back flank, or might it may have been our forward flank. I can't remember which way we were kicking, but he just exploded like sort of goose stepped around someone yeah. and, and burst away from contest. And it's just like Hainsy's back, like the the body's good. Like if your body's not good. You're not doing the type of things that Heaney was doing. And that bump he laid on, on George was epic. And oh, it yeah. just sort of got us up and about. And, like, this is what we need from Isaac Heaney. And do and you know what? He played more of a sort of midfield defensive role. He kept Cripper to very, very limited impact. 19 touches, but not much of it was nah. was significant. Didn't notice him. 
Yeah, for sure. And and this is a thing when you play on someone like Cripps, he's going to lead you to the right positions to get in, and that and then that's you know going to build Hain's form. And you're really looking forward to what Hain's can do in this back end, and hopefully he can sort of contribute to us making a bit of run in this back half. Big feel, but I'll tell you what, what do you think of the game of Chad Warner? Won the medal on the night. Oh, yeah, he did. I thought Blakey was maybe a little bit stiff, but Warner was excellent for most of the game, to be honest. He kicked crucial goals as well at crucial times. He did. And that's probably what he's been missing, right? His finishing ability has not been where it was last year and even in 2021. So to get on the scoreboard, what do you have, 29 and 2? Yes. Yeah, it's going to be going to be three votes in most yeah, games. It is. Yeah, I'll tell you what he is doing. He's got the license to chuck the ball under the arm and try break through that tackle. And I don't mind it because when he gets out, it's so damaging. But I'll tell you what, he, he, his game is fantastic. Don't get me wrong. That that finish on the left was sensational. But at halftime, he had 17 touches and I think it was nine turnovers. Yeah. Like he, he, he turned it over a lot. So like, but the you know that second uh, half was bloody sensational, and he gets the medal, kicks the two goals, scoreboard impact from midfielders. Don't we love it, boys? We love a little bit of scoreboard impact. I I think you you said a word there that I really like, Dable, and that is license. Yeah, and I think. And Big Phil, correct me if if you think I'm speaking out of turn here, but I think we played the, the just the way we played. Now we we can't again we can't put too much mayo on this performance, right? There are still issues there that we need to resolve, undoubtedly. But I think from a confidence perspective, a lot of people were allowed to play the way they naturally are. I mean, Blakey oh. is the key example of that. <laughs> Talk to me about Blakey, Big Phil. What is it? Lizard, how good was he? He was so good that like that last quarter was as good a quarter as I've seen from from Blakey, and he didn't have to play on Mackay. He didn't have to play on Kerr now, right? And that's what we said last week. Where Lizard needs to be able to do what the Lizard does, and the couple of times that he charged through the the SCG and just tucks it under the arm, has a bounce, and the and the meter gainer gainage that. The Liz can provide. Not many can do it, and at his pace and at one ninety six or whatever he is, he's had the twenty six touches. He's had you twelve marks, and he, he was so big. He was epic. Eight of them in the last quarter as well. Yeah, I reckon three or four of them were intercept marks. He yeah, was, he was flying like a gazelle. Oh, yeah, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, he, how good was he? He was so good, and yeah, he's very stiff not but, to get that medal. But this but. is the thing. You, you let people play the way they're naturally supposed to play, and, and these things inevitably happen. For right? sure. Um, and, and there were a lot of examples of that. I think a massive inclusion, Big Phil, was Sam Wicks. Huge. I know uh, Mitchie Charles has been mentioning it a fair bit, and I agree with him. We needed a small forward. We needed a crummer. Uh, we've been too reliant on Tom Papley, I think. Expecting him to do way, and that's, way more, and that's than, probably impacted Papley a little bit, right? Correct, I agree. Because I agree. the the pressure isn't meant to be on a small forward to kick bloody six goals oh, a game. Well, that's right. But we have been reliant on that last few weeks, and actually, he had I think he had fourteen CBAs on the weekend, Papley. Yeah. yeah. So it gives us that opportunity. Centre ball attendances. Yeah, yeah, correct. It took me a little bit to process that one. Just yeah. for the listeners out there, Big Phil. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> um, so it gives us our opportunity to put Papley into the middle. Yeah, yeah, and put a bit of pace on the in the middle because uh, of clearance, center clearances as well. I think. 
what, what was it, fifteen seven? Yeah, we we won them convincingly, and I think that's the only the second time this year that we've won the centre bounce work. So it was definitely a lot better out of the guts with having Papley in there, Heaney in there, you know, Parks doing his job, but. Uh, did we still lose yep. clearance around the yep. ground? Yeah, yep. for we sure. Got, we got smacked. For sure, but it, it, it's just so important to be at least even it up in the centre. Must have the contest. We even saw it a couple of times, like start of quarters, we kicked the first goal of the quarter, and it just uh, getting that scoreboard impact. We were up most of the game, you know, yeah. bar that sort of first quarter, you know, blitzer where you know Carlton didn't kick straight. Uh, we we were up on top of the Blues, and it, it just shows what a little bit of scoreboard pressure can do. We've been talking about that a fair bit in the last couple of weeks, and it was good for them just to be chasing tail all night. This is where I probably want to bring it back a bit, right? Because yep. if they kick straight, could be a very, oh, very different oh, result. And right? they had good looks at it too. They had they, they, These were not snaps around the corner. Yep. These were... 25 metres out, 45-degree angle, should be kicking it any day of the week, coming from the two most recent Coleman medalists. Yeah. You know, so apparently, um, I was listening to another podcast today, apparently when Mackay would mark the ball, there was someone watching on the boundary, and he just looked like he was about to have a panic attack. Yeah. Which is not, like, the the yips, man. Yeah. But it's, it's here's one for you. Did you hear on uh, the couch, Jonathan Brown saying, you know, the Carl- Carlton should uh, make a, a play to the Swans to get a big big forward, get Harry Mackay. Would you like uh, Harry Mackay running around in, in a red and white jumper? No. $800,000. No. He can fix kicking. Kick. No, you, sure, but we've got, we've, we don't need another tall. Yeah. Fair. We don't need another tall. Got a Marty, got Hayden McLean, got Logan McDonald. Yeah. We do not need another tall. I wouldn't have thought so. For sure. What just, do you, well, you just want person, I, I, want would, I wouldn't say no for 800. No way. 800? No, they've got a half that, mate. They pay 400 <laughs> and take 400. <laughs> and then you'd be happy with then it? Then I'll be happy. <laughs> oh, if it came to us on a silver platter, I'd fucking take it um, for sure. But, I mean, this is this is the thing. And I think it's easily resolved, right? You get Rampy back. Yep. You get Tom McCartan back. So that's why I'm not too worried about it. But you, you have to keep things in, into perspective. We're not out of the woods yet. Yeah, it was a no phenomenal way. performance. Um, I think we the, the way we played, the intent, the endeavour, the attitude. Yeah. The look on Sam Wicks's face after he kicked that goal yeah, man. was everything I wanted. So good. Just loving being back. You know, a bit of fire in the belly and, and hitting the scoreboard and getting a couple looks at goal and, and making the most of it too. Like, that was an impressive snap from 40-odd metres that, you know, bounced on a right angle and got back over. And then just the work rate to get that little toe poke in the first quarter as well. It's exactly what you need from your small forward. I think he was the hot, second highest Swannies player rated on the ground on champion data behind the Liz. And and his highest rated game highest ever. rating game of his career, and Huge. that's what you need. That's what you need guys doing. Like I'm pretty sure he had injuries at the start of the year, couple games in the VFL, comes back in, gets his opportunity, takes it with two hands. It's it's what you need from your you know your, your bottom six players. Speaking of coming from the VFL, yeah, what were your boys' thoughts on uh, Mr. Melican? Yeah, it, it impressed me. Was exactly what we needed for that game. Um, having the two forwards in there, I felt like he did all he could do a couple of times on Kernow, like that one that 
fell into his chest. He got, had the yeah. perfect body work. Nothing you can do. Put, him, put him on okay. his ass, like outbodied him, and then, then it just fell into his arms. Um, just quietly, Malikam went at 93%. Yeah, it, it, it was a really good effort. And I must say, you know, I'm, I was probably, you know, wrong in my, uh, you know, being pretty tough on old Lewis Malikan. I don't know but, if you're wrong. Oh, yeah, but... Because <laughs> <laughs> there was a few people like that. Yeah. But, yeah, look at you as a... Uh, hey, he's been down on form, right? Like, you can... you yeah. can. Well, he's just been You can injured. notice and you can flag. When, but even even when he's been playing, yeah, he, he had some shockers. Oh, and, right. and we can... You, you can call that out. That's fine. There's no issue with doing that. Fact of the matter is, he's come in after not playing senior football in a very, very long time. Yeah. And he's performed at a really good level against class opposition. So, sure, I mean, just just to be able to have him there, I mean, that's the depth that we're lacking, right? We want to know that he's there to help out if required. 19400 kegs. So you're, you're just a, a bit bigger than your Rampies. You're a little bit bigger than your Tommy McCartans. And it's to... He doesn't to, look that tall. He does doesn't. He? Uh, 194, you're getting up around the sort of 6'4, six, 6'5 six, mark. Around, so, the, around the Madison Clark, right? Yeah, sure. exactly right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he's got a few kegs on you, big fella. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, look, I was really happy with what Lewis did. And, and Sammy Wicks. Did you guys. like him, Phil? Uh, very happy with him, actually. Um, big contrast to a poor little Gouldy, I would have thought. He, he actually moves. Well, it's the closing speed that I talked about last yeah. week, right? Yeah, it did kill us a bit last week against North. Um, but yeah, no, very happy with him. I even saw him at some points. He was pointing fingers. He was leading the defence line because he is pretty experienced. He's experienced 26, I yeah. saw. So. And Cherry got off. Did he? Yeah. Jeez, that's Bullshit. stiff. Cherry got off. Cherry got off. So that, and they reckon... Uh, what a joke. Yeah, that is a joke. That is a joke. And they reckon... Um, Laird will get off as well. Yeah. Oh, he's in my super yeah. team. That might not be a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that'll be a bit stiff. What yeah. a joke. Parks. Oh, that's ridiculous. Parks. We've got to challenge that again. Nah. <laughs> Take it to the high court. Mel- Melbourne did it twice with Van Roy in a few yeah. weeks It's ago. only one week. It's fine. Yeah. It's oh. fine. But, um, yeah, so for the faithful that don't know, the Parker sling tackle or dangerous tackle has been upheld and he will miss the game against St Kilda next week, unfortunately. It's going to be touch football soon, Big Phil. May as well be. I'll tell you what is so good for us, Phil and Mads, is Lance Franklin not kicking a goal and us being damaging on the scoreboard. Massive. Massive. It's it's, It's three of the last four weeks he hasn't kicked a goal. Yeah, he was good last week. He was good, great. Uh, I want to. Oh, I'm going to be a little bit negative with him here, a little bit. This is um, what the podcast yeah, is well, for, Phil. Yeah, it's just something that I noticed because uh, Jacob Vetering, Vetering, whatever the fuck his name is, <laughs> he he had a good game on the weekend. Yeah. And, look, Buddy seems to lack sometimes making a contest, and he allows his opponent to almost push him off or get in front of him very easily and mark the ball. So, something I want to see more from Buddy. He doesn't have to mark it. I know he's not a great contestant, Mark. I just want him to, you know, mate, he's a big boy. Like he had, I think he has like five centimetres. He does go to ground pretty easily, doesn't he? He yeah. does. I just want him to try and get the ball to ground more often because we can't let players like Vetering fucking mark it. Do what he wants yeah. to do. He's, yeah, he's had the 10 grabs and there, there was some pretty average... 
delivery inside the forward 50 as yeah, well. Yeah, of course. And I, that, that plays a role with... Um, look, it, it all comes back to the pressure on the ball. And I think last week we were able to sort of move the ball relatively good against North and Buddy was able to get out on the lead and, you know, do what Buddy does. But, you know, playing a slightly better team in Carlton, you just don't get that, you know, A1 service. But, yeah, you're right. Buddy's got to try something different there because he was constantly beaten on the weekend. A1 service. A1 service. A1 service. There you go. Speaking of A1 service, (laughs) don't quite know what that is, but... um, (laughs) A one. Do you not do you Justin, understand the A one? It's like in you know the yellow pages. You put your thing as A one okay, because you go straight okay, to the top. Okay, okay. So it's the All best right. of the best. All right. All right. Yeah, fair enough. There you go. Welcome to nineteen ninety nine, Faithful. <laughs> <laughs> um, Justin McInerney. Yes. Oh. Bloody good. Loving Juzzy. His last three weeks have been epic. What Huge. can I say? Huge. Oh, well, you know, we we did drop him. Well. Soft drop. It was a yeah, soft drop. Yeah, it was a very sure. much a soft drop, but ever since then, he's been really good. Really good. Scoreboard impact. Yeah, For sure. Really love Two that. goals. He plays the wing so uh, well. Keeps his to. width and then works hard and has the speed to get away from his opponent. And then he's follow up that first goal, got his kick smothered, followed up, broke the tackle, kicked the goal. And, then, and that got really got it started. It was um, sensational stuff from Juzzy. And he's quite often, it's happened two weeks in a row, he's a spare getting out on the fat side and getting easy set shots at goal. You know, Wixie spotted, spotted him up for his second. So, loving what Juzzy is doing. It's so good. Now, Lukey Parker yes. started the game with the bandage on, which we love. <laughs> yes. Five tackles. 21 disposals, but I mean, look, probably didn't have as big an impact uh, not, this week. Not as big as his, yeah, four previous four, but. But this he, is the benefit. This is this is a positive. Like Buddy not kicking goal. Luke Parker doesn't need to do everything. Yeah, Parks is still huge in the middle. Massive in the middle. Though he's had the seven clearances. Seven clearances. And I've, but know, not, as pro- not as prolific as the week the before. Yeah, definitely not. But. You know, it's I'm I'm happy to know that guys are stepping up like they weren't, you know, sort of a few weeks ago, and people people are putting in and they're covering covering people, which I think is such a big positive at this point of the year when we've got the bye to come off a win like that, yeah, where we're sort of playing the football that we want to play. I think it's a really good. Well, well, this is the thing: is it's going to help with having Wixie in the side. Tommy Paps can come in there and do a bit of clearance work. That's what he's in there to do Correct. to impact the contest, right? And they, they, these are the players you get back, and then we start to get back to some old structures that we saw last year. And then when, when we get T-Mac back and we get Rampy back, and, you know, that's going to release Blakey even more. And Foxy, you know, Foxy's had the 24. He's, his last three weeks have been very, very consistent yeah. doing what Foxy does. Lloydy too. Lloydy, so good by foot. What's he had the 35? Back to, you know, <laughs> Lloydy's yeah. best. Seven rebound 50s and just hitting tit. Continuous tit, Madison Clark. <laughs> We, we love what Lloyd does. Shit. <laughs> but, yeah, loving what those guys are doing. And people are saying, oh, is it a bad time to get, you know, the break fill, you know, having the buy now. It's like, I don't think so. I think nah. it's perfect. Oh, for us. You With know, our injuries. Having a couple wins, 
having the best, best part of two weeks off, and then we can just hit this back end, and, you know, there's some big games coming up, and Mads and I were having a bit of a, a chat in the car, and it's just going to be so important to beat the teams around us. Like, St Kilda in a couple of weeks is huge. Um, yeah, well, what do you think about having the break now? Uh, huge. I think it's huge from us. We really needed this break, I think. And it's come perfect time, like you well, mentioned. What, who, who can you get back? You can get back Rampy, right? I assume so, yeah. And you assume you get back Tom McCartan, Tommy Touch McCartan. Wood. And Mills, I don't reckon, is far off either. No, well, mm. he's going to be three to four weeks. And he's sort of running around here. Where I was sitting in the members was where the coaches come down, like throughout the crowd. Yep. And like Mills is following them along and he's like got genuine pace on him getting down the stairs. So <laughs> it's not the worst calf in- injury that I wouldn't you know, have I've seen. Um, um, and now how's how's that, the sort of juxtaposition with yeah. you and I on the weekend? Um, we're at the Airbnb beforehand. <clears throat> Deebs goes and gets changed, puts on a collar. Why you go into the members? Must be nice, eh? Yeah, look, it's it's definitely not my the way I love to operate, Mads. I'm definitely more of a <laughs> True Bloods hoodie and True Bloods beanie and a scarf type operator. But look, you got to do what you got to do, mate. But how did you find it over with the plebs Loved on the it. other side? Hey, hey, the O'Reilly stand. Oh. No better place to watch footy <laughs> yeah. at the SCG. No better agree. place. For sure. Completely agree. AFL members tickets just pulling through again. <laughs> so mate, is it is it is it AFL membership just Pulling through again. Is it another it is. notch in the belt for the AFL member? It is, but it'll never be as exclusive <laughs> as the MCC. Um, so it is. It was. It was the perfect view. I've never sat there before. Yeah. It was the perfect view, and we so were up good. the back, man. Yeah, yeah, right. I was at the front, right on the wing. Yeah, right. Oh, perfect. Best seats. I've we love the O'Reilly. Sat on on the ground. Oh yeah, it was great. Perfect, boys. Yeah, we got mu- simply must sit there. <laughs> Simply yeah. must. Very good, boys. Well, that just about wraps us up. It's good to take home the four points. Plenty of positives to come out of that game, but definitely still a lot to pr- improve on. We'll be back right after this. This social segment, like a lot of them these days, is proudly brought to you by Wheeler's Oyster Farm at 162 Arthur Kane Drive in Pambula. You've got your open oysters. You've got your closed oysters. Get down there, they're the best oysters in Australia, and go see Jimmy Wheeler at the Sheds for 20% off. How good is that, Faithful? You know what I absolutely love, David? What do you love, Matt? Sitting down, watching the Swannies, and telling a few doozies with you. There is nothing better than telling a doozy while having a doozy, Matt. Well, that's correct, Dable. And do you know where you get the doozies? Where do you get the doozies? Dan Murphy's online, Dable. How good. They've got your seltzers on there in watermelon, mango, and lime. And they've also got your vodka sodas in your twisted lemon and your wild raspberry. So head on over to danmurphys.com.au and you can get the doozies delivered straight to your door. You know, Dable, I wasn't much of a dog person until I met my dog, Leo. He's a good boy, Leo. He's a good boy. You know where I leave him when I go to work? Where do you leave him, Mads? I leave him in the capable hands of Matt Donnelly at Man's Best Friend Melbourne. He specialises in dog walking around the Stonington Council area, on lead only, small groups, uh, dog sitting overnight, and he also does puppy training one-on-one, Dable. Well, you find Matt Donnelly at Man's Best Friend Melbourne on your Instagrams, Mads, and he's on your Facebooks as well. So hit up Matty and he'll get you sorted. Jeez, I think Leo could do it with a bit of that one-on-one training, Deeble. Mention the pod and book any service and get a Swan's dog tag engraved. How good is that? Welcome back to True Bloods, the social seg. 
Geez, we love a little bit of social engagement, don't we, Phil? Oh, absolutely. I'm looking forward to this. <laughs> to this. I'm you right. Is it nice to be on the other end of the uh, oh, um, on the microphone? Or I've such? been looking forward to this the most. I'm <laughs> see what the faith will have to say. Yeah, it's good. So good, Matt. It's so, good. who's the first? Are we? On, are we? First of all, are we on your Facebooks or are we on your Instagrams? We're on your Instagram. Instagrams. Here we go. So if you can just keep me uh, in line, oh, I can. Mate. Here's Josh Martin. Mads, Deeb's True Bloods. It's J-Mart here. How flipping good is that? The boys were going hard the whole time. That's the Bloods footy that we've been wanting to see. And if that's how we're playing without, you know, without the Rolls-Royce, without Rampy, without the big boys up front, imagine what it's going to be like when we get those boys back. I think I can smell finals. Up the Bloods, <laughs> up the potty. Jeez, he's gone early. On your Josh. He's gone no, bloody no, early. I no, mean, it's got, it's got the like finals. It, it's got the final smell about it. Mm. Come on. Gee whiz. Come on, we're playing better footy. For sure. Thanks, Joshy. Uh, Joshy. We got Daniel Stephen. Marge Steves. I haven't sex ain't that bad, is it, really? What looked dim and gloom a couple of weeks ago is not so bad. Great performance for the boys, I think. Lizard in the last quarter was phenomenal. Six, six or seven intercept marks, phenomenal. But uh, I think we should uh, start a petition for uh, Lucky Parker to keep the the old Terry Butcher headband on every single week. If you don't get that <laughs> reference, you should go Google it. But uh, yeah, cracking uh, game for the boys, and uh, yeah, onwards and upwards. Yeah, very good. It's so good hearing from the international listeners. It's isn't so it? good. Can the you Scottish imagine, accent coming through. Can you imagine? So him, it would have been the morning. Just, just wake up, no. turn the turn the swannies on. So, if you're an international listener, get through your voice notes next Please. week. Here, yeah, we're going to go with a little bit of an international flavour for Ooh. sure. Or oh, we got Ryan Petrosevics. There you go. <laughs> Lucky I didn't say it. <laughs> Boys, Ryan from West Highmars in a much better mood. Um, I think, I don't know if you guys saw, but um, Harry Mackay and, um, uh, what is it, Charlie Kerno, um, they actually had a Swans Guernsey underneath their Carlton top. I don't know if anyone else saw that, but, um, yeah, it was pretty evident to me. Um, but, yeah, cheer, cheer. Um, Blakey, give him the three votes. Give him the Brownlow. Why, 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 why don't you? He was electric. The frill neck was up today. You could just see it. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, that was good. That's Blood's footy, boys. We dug deep and we got away with it. Signing out, horse. <laughs> horse was a lot better, wasn't he? The, a lot on the better. weekend. He got, he got it right. See, look at these dickheads that, you know, come for horse every week, yeah. you know, after a few losses, right? Yeah, and that's right, you dickheads. Because he gets it right with uh, Heaney. Heaney on Crips. And the game plan was there. We moved the well. He, he, he brings in Malikin, right, which releases Blakey, who's nearly the best man on the ground. This is the shit that no one, you know, says the next week. It's it's unreal. So suck eggs. Actually, I just want to mention, we didn't mention it um, defensively. We didn't cop a goal. Our last goal that we cop was in the 10th minute mark of the third quarter. Yeah. yeah. They went goalless yeah, in, that th- so. in that fourth quarter. No. De- good. Defense is good, hundred percent. Oh, it was hundred percent. Francis Malikin, like we mentioned. Yep, all good. Can't complain for sure. We uh, we have got a uh, voice note from Timothy Mann. Timothy Ray Mann, Barossa Valley. Now this was uh, at eight thirty-two. I just want to see sort of what operation he's uh, working with here. Just give it to the DOS. 
It's true. With we, the, did, we didn't mention the, the DOS. DOS. Yeah, he clunks, man. Oh, yeah. He's the best contestant grabbing our team. No doubt. Yeah. Big has rig. To, has to be. Gets it done. Love what DOS does. Good on you, Timmy. Dan John. Big Dan John. To quote uh, King Deebles, boys, for mine. For yours. Without a fucking doubt in my mind. Our best is the best oh. in the fucking league. <laughs> Don't tell me otherwise. Don't dare question me. Our best is the fucking best. <laughs> I tell you what, we didn't play the best tonight, but fucking Jesus wasn't that fucking beautiful. Up the fucking potty, up the fucking twenties. Let's go. You have to put an explicit rating on this. So, <laughs> yeah. oh, so good, love it. We haven't heard that saying for a little while. <laughs> <Yeah>. Our best <laughs> is the best. Yeah, well, we yet to see it this year, <laughs> so I'm sure well. it's coming. It's building. Yeah, you, know, you know, you saw what happened in Melbourne. Uh, what was it? Sunday night. Yeah, a little bit of tectonic plate movement. Oh, absolutely. Big Phil. Now, oh. Big Phil, when when the faithful say for mine, I need you saying for yours with us. All right, mate. So join in. I'll get um, it. Here's <laughs> Boris. One warning. One here's warning. Boris. Fair. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't even know where where to begin. Nick Blakey, the lizard, absolute weapon. Luke Parker, our spiritual leader, our captain. All of this whole performance has showed how gritty and how much our team wants to win. And like I said before, this mentality has changed to a bunch of winners. Heaney, amazing in the midfield. Also a bit controversial. I do maybe think he is better suited in the midfield. You never know. But also a great win going into the, into, into the bye, up the bloods. Let's go. And go. I think the word mentality is perfect because there was a clear shift in mentality. Definitely. It was gritty. It was. It was blood's footy. We just found a way to even it up and then burst the game open in 10 minutes with a few goals. It was so good. Hundy Purr, mate. Hundy Purr. Michael uh, Haney, if you, if you scroll up, has got one there. We got, um, got a couple before then, mate. Uh, we got Jay, Jimmy Fail. Boys, did you see that? Isaac Heaney. He tiptoed onto the field. He turned the taps on. He added a few bubbles. And then he gave the Brownlow medalist a fucking bath! Yes, Heens! If that's not the most erotic thing you'll see all week, I don't know what is. Up the bloods! Up the potty! Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. Uh, it's Jimmy from Bristol in the UK here. I forgot that one. <laughs> Very good, Jimmy. Sensational that's good. stuff. Oh, Ryan Perry. Good morning, Deebs and Mads. Assuming you're both well. I don't know if you guys heard the terrible, terrible news from the Carrington, actually. They've actually run out of beers. Mads and Deebs and the True Bloods faithful actually drank all the beers at the Carrington. And currently this morning, there are emergency supplies of beers being taken because the True Bloods drank them all. Up the potty. Up the swans, up you blokes for having a great time. Love you both. <laughs> on your Pezza. On your Pezza. I think Big Phil would have made a big contribution to those beers being drank. How early did you get there? Jeez. Oh, uh, You're knocking on the door at 2.30 or something, were uh, you? Could have been. <laughs> yeah. I thought I'd try pace myself this time. Yeah. Uh, four... No, what time? They said four. I think I was there 10 to four. Yeah, nice. I love a man who's always on time. Oh, it's yeah. Good. Oh, yeah. Um, and, and that was good. We should we should touch on that. It was good to, 
to have everyone down at the at the Carrington in Surrey Hills. Not not somewhere we've been before, game before. I know Matt Donnelly had a lot to do with the organisation of it. So yep. well done. A bit of a communal thing between the Sydney Swans Facebook group that I'm not a member of and uh, the True Bloods, which was awesome. Yeah, no, it was good. Always good getting down pre-game, meeting some of the faithful down there. Uh, and, you know, just build the community. It's what we're about um, here at True Bloods, and it's just good, good time. Good, you know, loosen up the nerves pre-game. Everyone says, "How do you think we go?" It's like I think we'll win every week, so there's no point asking me yeah. the question. <laughs> but I wasn't so confident. Yeah. But... <laughs> were you? You weren't confident. No, not going into the game. No, I wasn't. A few drinks, we will get in there. Yeah, a few more. Yeah, I would have been up you just need the cups but... of courage, and then the walk across the bridge. It was good. Good stuff, Isaac. Oh, good afternoon, Faithful. Um, for mine, for yours, I think Nick Blakey was best on ground. I mean, Chad played a great game, but Nick Blakey, he had a ripper. So I think he deserves the, um, I think it's the Mickey off the middle, but fuck. How shit is Harry Mackay? <laughs> <laughs> there it is. <laughs> good on you, Isaac. Very good stuff. Yeah, Michael Haney. Boys, Faithful. I trust we're all recovering well after last night's glorious victory at the SCG over the Blues. Fuck, it was funny to watch some other pricks get the yips in front of goals for once. (laughs) So fuck yeah. Blakey and Lloyd, immense down back. Chad was awesome. Um, But I just want to give a massive shout out to Isaac Heaney. Did a fantastic job, uh, largely on Crips. I think he was just smashing him around and I think he had 14 contested posies and 10 tackles or something. Awesome effort. And fucking Juzzy, what a game from him as well. Uh, it's good to see Wicks back, and his forward pressure was real elite, um, and he got some deserved scoreboard impact. And we know we love a bit of scoreboard we impact. Do. We do. We did make his last night. Fucking oath. Up the bloods, up the potty. Let's yeah, go. Good. Let's very go. Very good. Georgie Molnar. Is that the next Molnar. one you got here? Yep. And then we'll be on to the Fusser books, I think. Yep. Hey, boys. George from Nutter Warding. Does anyone get PSD when they see the sub on? Like, I saw Corey Warner come on, and I was like, oh, shit, someone's injured. Oh, no. Who <laughs> yeah. is it? Like, I saw, that was my first thing that I thought when he came on. Ah, uh, yep, someone's gone down with an injury. What a surprise. It is scary. It is, Very Georgie, for sure. Now, just scroll up to Toby T. Oh, we've got You can't Tobes. miss Toby T from Castle Crag. Tobes. Here we go. Toby T from the Crag, fellows. How are you? Uh, now, let me get this right. Dane Rampey was out. Tom McCartan, he wasn't playing. His brother Paddy, he wasn't out there either. And the Swans are up against the two glory boys of the competition. Harry, show us your radar, Mackay. <laughs> and Charlie, show us your curls, Kerno. Ten shots at goals they had, boys. Ten of them. They kicked one fucking goal. <laughs> one goal. You're fucking kidding me, Calvin. <laughs> Classic Tobes. He's good, Tobes. He's good. And if you He's jump good. over onto your Facebook. The Ben Dixon. Oh, the old Ben Dixon. He's a garbage analyst, by the way. <laughs> not one of your um, men. Not one of my men. Uh, let's get over to the Fusser book. Gavin Charles. 
Gavin from Cramen here, boys. Two in a row. These are our boys. This is our club. <laughs> the fight, the tackling, the pressure. This is what we've wanted all year. Under the pump, and we've done it. This is the start of the rest of the season. Bring on the tsunami. That's, that's kind of how I feel. For sure. it's uh, There was a lot of pressure on us on Friday night, and it's whoever lost sort of goes home, pack your bags, you're, you're probably not coming back next week. But, yeah, it's uh, it a really big one to win, and we executed and got it done. Simple as that. Cyril Illet. Illet. Drew Blood. Cyril Illet here, grandson of, of uh, Percy Illet, who played a few games for the Bloods. What a win. What a bloody win. Fantastic. I wear, proudly wear 27 on my back and Juzzy Mack delivered tonight with two goals and a bit of class. Chad was crucial. Two goals. Back from the mids. There now, we go. man, Wixie came in. Pressure and goals. And we took our bloody chances. Thank you. Thank you, Swannies. Did the job in the back and, oh, boy, I love the lizard. All right, enjoy. Cheer, cheer. Yeah, it was, oh, it, you mentioned uh, everything there, and it's good. Uh, that first half of that voice note, I was going to have to say, you'll have to sit up, hit up Sondo for some tips yeah. <laughs> on how to get the good quality through. But it came good good there in the second half. No issues. I, Todd, I actually think it could have been the call I was receiving at the time. Oh, I yes. I don't reckon it's get, Cyril's fault. Get the old uh, night mode on there, Matt. Yeah, um, that might work for you. Todd Damien. Todd Damien. Here we go. Vegan Swan. Todd Lads, Vegan. faithful, <laughs> what a fucking win that was. Woohoo! That was sensational. Um, but I'm just going to put, uh, I just want to uh, make a public apology to um, Hayden McLean. Uh, mate, I've uh, questioned late last year and beginning of this year, did you really, are you in our best 18? And all I've got to say is, Fucking oath you are. Mate, you've got some confidence now that it feels like you are actually going to be a gun player for us. And I uh, feel really bad that I um, questioned your position in the team because fucking didn't you come to the party? Woohoo! Todd Vegan. Uh, Todd Damien. Fucking. Todd Damien. <laughs> Uh, you weren't the only one, Todd. I think I was pretty critical <laughs> of uh, Hados as well. We all were. Uh, Big Dosser. Yeah, his last month's been very good. It's good, mate. Look, this is the thing. You're going to get players in and out of form and who can hold their form the longest. And Hayden's last, you know, three, four games have been sensational. He's just got to, you know, rest up, rest up the body this week and, and build himself for a big back end because, you know, Logan's still going to be gone for best part of six weeks yeah. post-break. Uh, and uh, Marty is two to four away yeah. as well. So tell you what, he, he's definitely he can, if he plays good footy, you simply can't drop him. As so. long as, hey, remember when I sort of labelled him the best kick for goal in the league? Yeah, <laughs> he's getting back to that. He, he's a dead eye dick. He has been good. He's yeah, a dead eye dick. Taking opportunities. Now, yeah. I'm so thankful for Liz explaining to me that his nickname is Dos. Dos, yeah. Because I've been dropping Dos left, right, and center. <laughs> so am I. Was sprinkling Dos over everything at the SCG. People, people ask me, they're like, what is Dos? Is that some sort of operating system? I said, no, you idiot. That's Aiden McLean. Like I didn't know. Uh, like, You've like only I'm known for a known. month. I've only known since a Collingwood game. <laughs> That's good, Mads. I love it. Uh, 
Potty, Nick Potter. Potty. My celiac in arms. True bloods. It's Potts here. After the game, on his way to Helston Park. What a night. Beers with the true bloods. And then off to the SCG to smash that pack of duds, Carlton. In the style of who wears, who wore. Here's the best and fairest. One point. Who wears number 31? Two points. Who wears number 22? Three points. And for mine, the the match, who wears number one? Up the bloods. Up the potty. Go the swans. How good. On your potty. So thanks for coming down, potty. Absolute legend. You know, left his left his family, left his son at the other pub and got down for a beer <laughs> with us. So. What a legend. Yeah, good on your potty. <laughs> Loved it. Good fella. Louise Curtis. Hi, boys. Louise here from Canberra. How bloody good is it to wake up with that winning feeling? Oh, just to have a good weekend, not feeling sick about the footy. It's so <laughs> great. And what about Lizard? Oh, my God. I can't believe two years ago, every time he caught the ball, I was cringing. Now he's just like my favourite player. He's bloody fantastic. And Heaney in the midfield, he was so good on Crips last night. I can't believe it. We were just like the swans of old. We were back. We've got the belief. I can't believe I've even thinking about this, but I'm starting to think that we can win the premiership. Oh, here we go. <laughs> up the body, up the swanny. Hot take. Good on you, Louise, and I hope the uh, drive back to Canberra this week wasn't as yeah, bad. Yeah, well, it would have been a lot better, wouldn't For it? For sure. Spirits yeah. would have been high. Oh, here we go. The infamous. Gowie. Gowie. Oh, here we go. Captain Concussion himself. <laughs> True bods, mads, deebs, faithful. Absolutely terrific way to start the weekend uh, with a Swannies victory. Um, brilliant night. Uh, absolutely love seeing the faithful over at the Carrington. Um, all your usuals, uh, Deebs, Mads, Saundo, myself, MD, Bearded Swan. Really fun pregame. Uh, uh, to see you all out there. Phil. Um, about the game, um, what can we say? Like, Good to get the four points and get the win. Uh, now sitting in a nice position at five and six, uh, heading into the bye. Uh, Heaney into the midfield, master stroke, been calling for the last few years. Good to see it finally happen. Um, our midfield overall was really strong, and I think that's where we won the game. Um, we shut them down, and uh, we were able to play to our strengths. Up the Swannies, up the potty. Let's He's bang go. on there. He's bang on there, because how did we say we needed to win the game in the midfield? Yeah. On. Yeah, no, we're, we're able to, you know, score from centre clearance and, and that type of thing, but still a bit of work to do around the ground for mine. For yours, Dable. Yes. Corey. Lads, Mardo here. Well, after being on cloud nine yesterday, I woke to news that uh, Lukey Parker's been <laughs> given a one-match ban for his tackle on Welsh. Ridiculous. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? I mean... I get it, right? The AFL, they're being sued through their arsehole by ex-players for illnesses associated with concussion, like Gary Ablett Sr., for example. But, well, truth be told, I think he's got other contributing factors to his mental <laughs> illnesses, but say. we won't go there. But, geez, that's, that is as soft as nappy sand. <laughs> I, I hope the club challenges it. I really do. We did. Anyway... That's me. I've got, I've got news for you, Corey. We challenged it and we lost. That's it. Probably and needed Dennis DeNuto. We did. 
bit of Marbo. It's the, the vibe. vibe. Uh, Amanda Latham. We love Amanda. Here we go. Well, boys, the tectonic plagues have hit at Melbourne at 11.41pm on Sunday. There we go. From the Swans win for Friday night, they're the aftershocks for the <laughs> win against the Blues. Go Swannies up the potty. Amanda from East St Kilda. Good well on done, Amanda. Amanda. Very good. And you got one from Mods there as well. Do I? Yes, I do. This is on Friday night. Yeah, felt it, didn't you? The rumble of the ground. <laughs> you heard the collective shudder of the opposition as that tectonic plates moved and that giant swell, that body of water, <laughs> the tsunami coming. One fucking game at a time. <laughs> We're going to fucking hunt you down. We're going to get into the fucking top eight and we're going to go top, up the bloods, up the potty. Oh, it's mods from uh, Plimpton. <laughs> Tell you what, you know how some people are like, you know, we listen to the preview, we listen to the review, and we just sort of skim through the socials. How can you do it? Yeah, you got to. How can you? Do you got to stick around for sure. That leads us to the social question, Mads, which was hashtag Ask the Faithful. As we head into the buy at five and six, what are your non-negotiables for the second half of the season? Think selection, game plan, positions, etc. Best answers to be featured on the potty. And there's a couple of voice notes to go with that. Back over on your Instagrams, Mads. Well, I'll start with Scalesy, in fact. Scalesy! Scalesy! Faithful, boys, Scalesy here. Great win on Friday. And I don't just love Fridays because you get to enjoy the rest of the weekend. But, mate, you know I love the potty? I was in my car Saturday morning. Everything on radio was about Carlton. There was nothing. People didn't even acknowledge what even happened, all the great work. And, mate, those six intercept marks by the Lizard on the last quarter was awesome. Anyway, Non-negotiables this second half. Win the contested footy in the middle and also just tackles. We're missing a lot of tackles, I've noticed. That used to be one of our unique selling points, one of our, you know, go-to KPIs. Anyway, up the boys, up the potty, up the bloods. Keep the great work coming through. Week off this week. Well, I can tell you, Scalesy, that it got to Monday night last night and I don't know if the faithful were tuning in to my (laughs) Insta story, but... They're still crapping on about Carlton, and they had to make a special announcement on AFL 360. Oh, we received an email that we got to talk more about the Swans. And how's this? We're back on, buddy, the first uh, segment with uh, Blakey and uh, what's his name? The Chad getting nine votes each. Oh, thanks for mentioning the votes, Robbo and Jared. And then Jared craps on. Oh, yeah, we talked about them when they were going shit. It's like, what about talk about when we go all right? Not they, talk about Carlton all week. They're, they're a joke, Deeble. Rob, Robbo is a fall-down peanut, and uh, Jared is a nerd. Yeah. He's a nerd. For sure. Uh, were, you, were you taking um, credit for that email? Yeah, it was me. <laughs> was you? Yeah. Yeah. Got, had Just with that spare six hours that I've got every day, <laughs> I just, you know, just whacked up an email to... To, uh, Fox Footy and said, "Yep, boys, more Swannies time, please." You know, I've got big power here. You yeah, know? you're a power I'm broker. I'm a true baby. blood's power broker. <laughs> and we got Waza. Peanut. <laughs> <laughs> we got Waza Brown. Mads, Deeb's true bloods faithful. He's on Waza the toilet from Warren Park. Uh, just in regards to the ask the faithful questions, my non-negotiable um, includes the following. You know, mental resilience to put the, the grand final and other bad performances this year behind us. 
Consistency in the application of our brand of footy and the three P's, pressure, persistence and performance. Um, Heaney showed that he can impact the midfield and I think we need to be flexible enough in our rotations and plans to get him impacting the game. Um, but as a side note, great gathering uh, organised by the True Bloods and, and Matty Donnelly down at the Carrington. Great night. Enjoyed catching up with a few old friends and meeting some new like-minded people. So, yeah, great job, lads. Up the bloods, up the potty. He's a good fella, Wazza. Great bloke, Wazza. And boy, didn't he look slick with the, the fresh haircut. Fresh God, haircut. He looked razor sharp, Had the Wazza. Tommy Paps on, I'm pretty sure. He's a good fella. It's good. No, yeah, the hoodie on. Hoodie on, the hoodie. Yeah, nice. He's a good fella. For I like sure. Wazza. Um, have you got any comments there, Big Phil? I do. Who are you reading out? I'm going to go with Daniel Willie Williams. Uh, he's got Buddy to pass Dunstall on the all-time goal-kicking list and Parker to take home Charlie and win the Norm Smith when we beat Port by eight points no, in the grand final. No, no, Non-negotiables. I love that. Failure of a season if those three things don't happen. <laughs> yeah, agree. Well, I'm operating over on your Twitters pretty heavily this time, so this time of year. And the Swannies page, did the Swans win, question mark, goes with, believe it or not, the Swans rate top three in the league for ground ball gets. So the effort has been there all year. This may be an unpopular opinion, but what we need most is continuity in selection. That means getting the Hurt boys back and hopefully not copying any more outs. I absolutely agree. Wholeheartedly agree. And But, but what I would say about that stat being hard ground ball gets, right? We're obviously not doing enough with it because we're, we're losing clearance and, you know, those contested numbers aren't fantastic. I, so I, I it, tend to agree. It's, it's interesting to see that we are at number three as such. Phil, you got another one? I do. Um, Mick Crawford. Um, Mickey. I would have agreed with him a few weeks ago with this one. Uh, just give the ball to Errol and he'll do the rest. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Well, Errol's good, good on the weekend, you know. 20, out, 21 touches. 21, kicked yeah. the goal. It's consistent as ever from a 20-year-old. Things got, we um, love to see. I've got a voice note from Tom Isaacson. Yes. G'day, Deebs, Mads, True Bloods Faithful. Tommy Isaac here reporting from WA. Just in response to the Ask the Faithful question, for mine... For yours. yours. ...we have to trade and acquire players well at the end of the year. What our recent performance slump and injuries have shown is that we need a few key players in our midfield and defence. So with Buddy possibly retiring at the end of the year, as well as Rampy, that frees up our salary cap. So let's trade well and reap the benefits next year. Anyway, up the Swannies, up the potty, and as always, stick fat faithful. Good boy, Tommy. Good on you, Tommy. I've got one over on your Instagram. Um... A. Robertson, one, two, three, six. One, two, three, six. Interesting. Uh, I think Papley has found a new permanent place in the team. Papley as a rover looks really exciting. Every time he gets his hands on the ball, something happens. He also adds much the much-needed speed to the midfield. It's yep. an interesting non-negotiable. It's not a permanent, <laughs> yeah, no. it's not a permanent role. Yeah. I, he's an impact player. He doesn't have the tank. Yep. He doesn't yeah, have the he tank. He simply doesn't. He's got uh, the old compartment syndrome in the calves, and it doesn't allow him to run big distances. Correct. For um, sure. You got one there, Phil? Uh, yep. On the Facebook, i got Cooper Foley. Unpopular uh, opinion, but I genuinely believe Amati is integral to our success for the future once he is well. 
with all the rumours around getting Tom DeConning, I think it would be a detriment to see what we have built out of Amadi. Yeah. We've only seen the start of that influence the man can have in the team. He's only going to get better. He will be a 40-plus goal second ruck utility which is exactly the missing piece to our confusing puzzle. And that is, that is very astute because you've got to think of the time and effort you've put into developing these guys. For sure. And Armadi's 24, I think. He's a, he's a bit older than everyone thinks. He's been on the list a while. Uh, but, yeah, there has been a lot of time. But I think what you need to take in con- into consideration with your Tom DeConing types. You're playing a, a premium to get him right. Yep. There is no way I want yep. Tom DeConing on 800, 900,000 nope. when you can get as much input from a Hayden McLean or a, an Amati. I'd it's rather just eventually not what we want. pay Amati 800,000. 100%. I'd rather eventually put Amati on a Sam Reid contract. Yes, you exactly. Know? Like that's, that's where I'd want to be spending sure. the money, Agreed. Big Phil. Agreed. For sure. Hey, um, Familiar face, pop through. Oh, righto. True Bloods faithful can only assume you're all well. Benny from South Yarra here, missing the True Bloods airways like a desert misses the rain. <laughs> now, when it comes to my non-negotiables for the rest of the season, for mine, for yours, Isaac Heaney simply must remain in the guts. And he should stay there for the rest of his career because we can have it all faithful. We can have his skill and his polish in the guts and he can still rest up forward and we can have scoreboard impact for the rest of our days. Sounds like a pretty good deal to me. Now, the other non-negotiable is that we simply must execute and I'm not just talking about, go- about kicking goals. I'm talking about our last kick inside 50 and our link-up handball. If we can do that, we're skillful enough to overcome the injuries. Big love to the faithful. Big love to Deeps and Mads. Up the Swannies, up the potty. Oh, good on Let's you, Benny. Go, Benny. So good having Benny on the socials. Very good. Uh, Mackenzie Moore. G'day, boys. Uh, Mac from Canberra here. Um, to uh, the ask the faithful question, my non-negotiables um, for mine. For yours. Uh, for yours. A uh, few things. Only game plan thing is just continue to build the game plan off pressure and um, and grunt around the mids. We actually really did that well. And maybe from a selection point of view, maybe a non-negotiable is getting more heaney time there. Maybe not necessarily the whole time, but... Uh, we might see him more next week if um, Parker's gone, but, you know, him in there at least some of the time. And then from just another non-negotiable is, you know, build back the confidence. I think the game plan comes from executing the corridor more, which we did more on the weekend, and that became from confidence. You know, goal kicking was better on the weekend. That came from confidence. So kind of rebelief as well, I think, is another really important non-negotiable for the back half of the season. Cheers, lads. Up the bloods, up the potty. Good on you, Mac. Keep he's tipping well, Mac. too. Yeah, he's uh, he's up there, he's isn't up he? He's up there. And the last one comes from Zaino. Big Zane, red and white. Jump onto his potty if you, if you want a bit more Swans content. G'day, boys. The non-negotiable for mine... For, for yours. yours. Nice, is let the lizard slither. He's been brilliant doing what he's had to do since he's been down back there. But what a difference it was last week. Men are coming back now, but I don't even care if men go down. Let the lizard slither. You can stick Buddy back down there for all I care. Let <laughs> the lizard slither. Let the lizard slither. Up body. Zaino from the beach house. Good yes. Zaino. Very good Hey, the just one house. more. Z- Jilla. I love Jilla. Hey, boys. Jilla here from Dean's side. Hope you and the faithful are keeping well. 
Um, straight on to ask the faithful, non-negotiables, what we did against Carlton in regards to our pressure and the fact that we were actually laying tackles. They weren't breaking clear, um, which is something I think we've obviously struggled with throughout the season. I know it sounds like fundamentals, but you've got to get the fundamentals right in order to be a consistent and good team. So our tackling pressure and just pressure around the contest is non-negotiable and something that needs to continue throughout. Um, I think Melikan needs to keep his spot for a while at least. Um, and with Rampy coming back as well, I think you'd have, you'd love to have obviously Rampy, Melikan really as our two key pillars for now. Um, and I think Wixie needs to stay in with his pressure too. Um, it's going to be a boring weekend without Swans footy, so bring on the Saints. Let's go. Well done, Jilla. Very good. And that just about wraps up the show. Socials, I reckon. I reckon it does. You know what I love, Mads? What do you love, Deeps? I love the Swannies. Oh, so do I. You know what I hate, Mads? What do you hate? Is how no one talks about it. Oh, doesn't it just kill you? Now, Faithful, I need you to jump on your socials. We're on your Instagrams. We're on your Facebooks. So jump on there and give us a follow. If you listen on Spotify, follow and rate five stars. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, rate five stars and leave us a glowing review. The faithful support is what makes this potty what it is. Speaking words of wisdom. Up the Swannies. Welcome back to True Bloods. Jeez, it's good to have three back in the studio, Mads. Isn't it? It's good. We, it? we had your Maddie Donnelly's last week, and we got your big fills this week. How good! And you know what I love to do? What when do you love, Dable? I love when I'm just out the back with my mates, just having a couple of beers, and we play a little game called Who Wears Who Wore. Now, for the faithful who haven't played this game, when the, when I say Who Wears Who Wears, all right, we'll do a little bit of a test one. Right, let me get it up here. On your on your Firefoxes, right? <laughs> I'm just getting over to my Firefoxes. If I said, who wears who wears, so the current player that wears this number. Oh, do you, have you, you're aware of this game, I'm sure. Uh, have you played this before, Phil? I've heard you Well, I'm explaining it. It's been, it's been it. a little while, so yeah. <laughs> the memory's a bit foggy. So who wears who wears number 11? Papley. Exactly. So Big Phil's got the point, and then I would say, who wears who wore number 11? Stuart Maxfield. Exactly right. And Mason Clark's got the point. Oh, it's going to be good. With the who wears who wore, you might say a player that does wear that number, did wear that number, but it might not necessarily be the one that I'm thinking of. All right, so let me just scroll down here. I've got my uh, numbers prepared. So we're, we're scrolling down. All right, you boys ready? No more we're test ready. rounds. Yeah, we're good. Right, who wears who wears number 10 for the Swans? Francis. Bang. Bang. Big feels good with the car. Yeah, he's good. Really good. Who wears who wore number 10? Zach Jones. Yes, but not who I'm thinking Darren Creswell. No, he was Ace. No, he was uh, Sam Naismith. Uh, don't Mitch Morton. think so. No, not Mitch oh, Morton. If it's... Paul Williams. Yes. Oh. <laughs> big, big feels That's as far on. as it would have went for me. <laughs> two for two. That. I thought I was on with Mitch Morton. Yeah, yeah that was I, th- I think he that was, was 11, ball. wasn't he? No, he was, no, he was, was 10. 10 as well. He was 10. Ah, stiff, Mads. You've done well there. Very. Now, I've got to scroll up. Or, or could, could be scrolling <laughs> down as well. Could be scrolling down. You never know which one I'm going with. Um. All right. Who wears who wears number... 30 for the Swans. T-Mac. Damn it. Yeah, Big Phil was first. Who wears who wore number 30? 
Uh, Lewis Roberts Thompson. Yes. Bang. <laughs> well done, Matt. It's on the board. LRT. Good to see. Good it's because my, my brain has deteriorated since yeah. my, my, key, <laughs> my key swans following times. Who wears, who wears number 41 for the swans? Tom Papley used to. Yeah. Not anymore. Stretch. No. No, he's 46. 41. Uh, 41. 41 for the Bloods. 41. 41. Ooh. Has been spoken about on the potty tonight. Wixie? No. no. 15. No. 15. Oh, my God. 41, boys. Yes, I've stumped them. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm the very, faithful are sitting there. I'm very disappointed. That they're I'm going, who's number hold 41? On, hold on. 41. Playing a big role for us. Oh, you dog. <laughs> Um, oh, I'm in got, trouble. Yeah, I'm in oh, big one, one small. I'm hint. normally good at these. His last month has been very good. <laughs> and it was <laughs> made tonight on the potty. It was said that his last month has been pretty good. In 41. 41. Are we sure we got the right number here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm at a loss here, Dougal. Oh, another, another hint. Ruck forward. Ruck forward. Oh. Dos. Yeah, Dos. T41. He's two. Ah, Devil. Well, I'm, I'm just going off the thing. He's he number two. He number must two. have worn number 41 at one stage. Oh, my God. No wonder why I was stumped because I'm pretty oh, good he at moved, He moved to two last year. Let's see what our... I think it would have been maybe even yeah. before that. What was... What's he, he's got his two. He's definitely two. Yeah. Because yeah. when you said ruck forward, I'm like... Oh, table. Yeah. They haven't up there, mate. I'm just going off the tables. You oh. know how this game works, yeah. Mads. So, apologies there, Faithful. That's all right. I'm going to have to come up with another one. At least me and Mads weren't going fucking crazy. Yeah, I was, I was actually like, have I got <laughs> How do some I sort of... fucking know this? All right, who wears, who wears, number 42? Robbie Fox. Yes. Yes. Are you keeping score, Dable? No, oh, well, Big Phil's <laughs> flogged you. <laughs> oh, come yeah, on. He mate. has it. I think we're about... He has square. it. We're about even. We're who right. wears, who wore, number 42? Uh, Paul Bevan. Yes, but no. Oh, that's a good hit. Um, I, fuck, I really don't know. Often. Um, Forty-two. Did Nank wear? Um, no, he it's was not 30, Nank. He was Naismith. No. no, thirty-five. He was thirty-five. Played in a grand final. Yeah. Paul Bevan did as well. Um, <laughs> was it two twelve grand final? Was it? No, it wasn't. Uh, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> well. Bevan was in 05, and he was 42. It's not Paul Bevan. Is it prior to that, is it? Post that. Post that? Yes. Holy shit. (laughs) Oh. It's a tough one. Uh, Pretty sure it's a brother of a star. Who got traded? A brother of a star. Played in the grand final, and I'm pretty sure. Oh, Xavier Richards. Xavier Richards. Oh, my God. That deer in the headlights on the 2016 (laughs) grand final. On the list for three years. I'm pretty sure played in the grand final and then delisted. He did. No, and then he demanded demanded cash. Yeah. And we told him to tell his story walking. Yeah, for sure. Well, that, that's interesting with the uh, old AFL tables not updating their numbers, yeah. isn't it? It's really brought us undone there. It's, do you know what? I'm surprised. Yeah, it's normally pretty good, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. I, um, I have really high hopes for this year. I haven't thought we've been that far off. Uh, you've, you've really got to look at 
it's it's very easy to just look at the win loss and be like, yeah, we're, we're you know we're nowhere nowhere near it. Couple of things change. We cannot discount, boys, the impact that injuries have on us. Last year, we had the best run of luck with injuries. Oh, that yeah. and this is this is the thing. Where what's what's brought us undone for this season is our lack of activity in the off season. Yeah, because we just thought we we fell into the trap of going, hey. We're a young side. We've just been flogged in a grand final, but we'll be back just by virtue of these players getting better. It's not how it works these days, boys. Nope. Simply not how it works. This is a situation where you need to improve significantly every year to remain competitive. Because I've got news for you, Big Phil. The teams down the bottom of the ladder, they're just getting good draft picks and they're going to improve. The teams around us, every other team was trading. Every single other team was trading. Correct. Richmond are picking up players. Geelong are picking up players left, right, and centre. Collingwood are picking up players. Look at Tom Mitchell. Brisbane. Right? Brisbane. <laughs> Dunkley. Dunkley. Right? And, and we, and not a knock on Aaron Francis, but that's literally all we got. And that is not how you go from a grand final to a premiership. Well, I'll tell you what, Mads. We have an opportunity to improve our list in a couple of weeks' time with we the do. mid-season draft. Uh, isn't it, and, and, isn't it th- tomorrow? Uh, I'm not sure. They, we had to have your, your list in by today. Oh, That's yeah, why yeah, right. um, yeah. Tommy, uh, Paddy McCartan on the inactive list. Um, so I'm pretty sure we're going to have three um, opportunities to pick a player. I'm not sure about Shiva, whether he went on to the long-term injury list as well. What did he have? He had. A, he's got a Angle? navicular oh. navicular bone or something like that. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, it's, it's tomorrow, man. The mid-season? Yeah. Righto. So, yeah, well, lists went in today, so that does make sense as well. But So, we've got three picks? we got uh, at least two. I don't know about the third yeah. one. I haven't heard about Sheether, but he was the other one getting spoken about. Yeah, okay. But you even see with the, the blueprints there, look at the top of the ladder at the moment with Collingwood, right? They went out and got Oleg Markov playing a big role for them. You know, yeah, Tommy Mitchells is a great player. They were lucky to get him, but you, the players got to want to go to that club. That's half the the battle, right? And they traded and got paid fuck all for but, it. But it's not like we're not an attractive club to go to. I, I don't think so. Uh, I, I don't think it's that, but like it is a lot more expensive to live in Sydney. I, I think that's a like a, a deterrent. It's not a, definitely not a positive. No, it's absolutely not a positive. Yeah. That's why we had Cola. Yeah. But uh, my, my point is... We're still, even with our inactivity in the off-season, we are still not that far off it. Yeah. We know that our best is the best in the competition. For sure. Simple as that. And and I don't, I just think it's so easy to get caught up and be like, ah, you know, play the kids who are done this year. We can we can sneak in nah, here. We and can do pick damage. it back for we, sure. It's but yeah, we, that Friday night was one of the most crucial games we've played in the last big time three years, and, and it hasn't been spoken about yeah. at all. And they're like, yeah, that it was so much importance on just simply getting the win, the four points. It's the classic eight eight point game against you know the teams who are around you, and coming out after the break having St Kilda, that's going to be massive as well because I reckon they're on the slide. They've been worked out a little bit. Don't smack them, smack them again in Sydney, and we're the ledgers even. We're back fifty and fifty, and, and we're every chance to go back. Yeah, absolutely. The St Kilda game, well, it's almost just as important as Carlton game. Um, 
what are they? They're on 28 points, I believe. Yeah, a couple yeah. games yeah, in front. Yeah, a couple yeah. games ahead. If we can win that, get a game behind them, I think that'll be huge. Yeah. Massive. For sure. But we might jump into the tips, Mads. Yes, let's jump into the tips. Sure. The, the first game comes up Friday night footy. Melbourne Demons v. The, the struggling Carlton Footy Club. Oh, they're struggling, what. are they? I'd bet, On yeah. and off field. I'd be a sneaky chance to get there. Yeah, for I sure. I wouldn't, I wouldn't rock see, up to well, watch those clubs. No, you're seeing either one of them implode <laughs> on each other. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. My money's on Carlton imploding. You're seeing, you're seeing the 3,000 Melbourne supporters that rock up or, or the... It could, It'll be mostly Carlton supporters there, in fact. <laughs> they still rock up. They may have had enough now. Oh, though. they'll rock up. They'll, they'll leave early, but yeah. they'll rock up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, that's the Friday night. Saturday, we got Port and oh, Hawthorne. Who, who, are we, who are we thinking? Melbourne. D's for Plenty. You know what? Oh, Carlton. Yeah. Upset. <laughs> Blues. Why not? Blues. <laughs> They're under the cost this week. Why not? Da, 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 da. Port v. Hawks. Port. Adelaide a lot. Port. Port, yeah. port, uh, port uh, almost my Ten goals. Smoky. Smoky, they got the players to do it, don't oh, they? Yeah. They got the they midfield. Do. They got the midfield. Oof. West Coast and Collingwood. Oh, yuck. West Coast. Nah, Collingwood win this. Collingwood for sure. Doggies, Geelong. Interesting one. Do you know what? Dogs. Dogs. Dogs for me as well. They're the favourite. I think Geelong actually got a few injuries. A few injury concerns. They're they're just ticking along like we are on even points. And Marvel. As us. Dogs are hard to beat. They are under the roof. Good conditions. Now, I can't believe what I'm seeing here. Gold Coast v. Adelaide and Adelaide are outsiders. <laughs> Unbelievable. How does that work? TIO. Yeah, it's in Darwin. TIO. doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, oh. Adelaide recently played in a bit of humidity, didn't they? And struggled. Again, they played at Ballarat against... Yeah, oh, no, that freezing. Wasn't, that wasn't yeah, humidity. It's 12 o'clock. I don't know, 12 Ad- degrees. Adelaide seemed to be... 12 o'clock, 12 degrees. It seemed to be a home team. That's seemed right. To play a lot better. No, you know, you know why I thought it was humidity? Because they were dripping wet. <laughs> yeah. Um... <laughs> There, look. I mean, Adelaide should win. I mean, it was great win for Gold Coast over last the, week over the doggies. Yeah. yeah, huge win. But is Adelaide that, surely, surely wins that. is that a night game? It would be. Uh, yeah, yes, seven thirty. Oh yeah, I'm going to go the crows. Yeah, Crow, crowies for mine too. For yours, Deeble. Uh, Sunday, GWS and the Tigers. Da 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 da. Yeah, big big sound. Giants for me. And the final game, Grenache oh, Hour. Hour at Dondome. Essendon v North Melbourne. Another close game. Yeah. Bombers. Bombers Come. easily with the Lions, Frio, St Kilda and Sydney having the buys. Gee, she's going to be a quiet old weekend. Probably a bit of baseball for me. Yeah, nice, nice. Good way to Sounds break good. up the weekend. For sure. What are, what's plans for you for the week off, Big Phil? Oh. Might just relax, I reckon. That's it. NBA you get, you, finals are about to start in a couple it. of days. Yeah. That'll be an interesting did, one. Did you watch game seven today? No, I watched game six. Oh, how watched, good was uh, that? Game six, the finish was wow. I yeah, couldn't believe it. I couldn't. Game seven was... Nuts. I was at work, but seemed like it was a little bit disappointing. Game seven was garbage, yeah. mate. Yeah. I assume you work from home today? Yes. Sir. Just managed to work yeah, that in with managed, game yeah, seven? Yeah, just... <laughs> tough enough, at the top. Who's your tip? Tough at the top. For the finals, no one's beating Denver. Yeah, I reckon Denver. The Nugs. No I reckon they're going to go Denver. for Very good. They're going to win 4-1. Um, how, you know what will be good, though? Stress-free weekend. Yeah. Oh, yeah we need we the break. We need it. We yeah, need she it. was a bit tight there for a little bit, well, but uh, we, we blew them away. Hey, Big Phil, thanks for coming on, mate. Thanks, Big uh, Phil. Yeah, thanks for having me, boys. Also, I just want to thank the both of you guys. Um, for me personally, 
I used to go to the footy a lot with the old man. And then he kind of, not lost interest, he still watches at home, but he didn't want to go as much. And then I kind of stopped. Yeah. And then we kind of started, you guys kind of started this faithful, this community, and it actually makes me want to go to the games a lot more, catch up with, meet new people. What you guys have done, it's it's fantastic. And I agree, I'm pretty sure a lot of the faithful will agree with me. You guys have done a fair bit for us, and it, it means a lot. And I really appreciate you guys having me to here tonight. Oh, good oh, on you, Phil. Good on you, Phil. That's really nice to we, hear, mate. Yeah, we and, love um, it. Yeah, just hearing that stuff, that's why we do it, mate. It's, uh, you know, being able to, you know, just, you know, almost, call up a mate and go to the... F- I oh, know, buddy, getting on the heartstrings, <laughs> big feel. But, um, yeah, no, nah, it's really good, mate, and we, we love what we do, and that, and that's why we do it is because, you know, we, we know the community appreciate it as and, well. And, and, look, it's not how, how you feel there is certainly not unique you know i, I know oh. i used to go to the footy with my dad all the time and and just you know as you get older your priorities change a little bit and you you don't you don't go as much and especially being sydney supporters in yeah. melbourne it's it's kind of it's kind of tough right but it's i don't feel like it's tough anymore no it's great you know, it's Love good it. good on you phil good on you phil mads Good to see you again, mate. It's been a been a lot of time. We have spent a lot of time together in the last week. It's been good. It's been good. But this has been True Bloods, the number one independent Sydney Swans fan podcast, number one in the hearts, and we're still number one on the charts as well. Speaking words of wisdom up the potty. You know, Dable here at True Bloods, we don't take life too seriously. We really don't, do we, Mads? You know who else doesn't? Who is that, Mads? That'd be Doozy Dable. Well, they're over on your Instagrams, faithful at Doozy Drinks, and that's where you show them. The love and Debs, there's nothing they love more than seeing people enjoying a doozy. So, if you're out of a nighttime having a few doozies, make sure you tag them in your photos.